0: Hey, running friends! Welcome to the Wrinkled Runner Podcast. I'm Sherry, the Wrinkled Runner. I'm over 50 and I love to run wherever I go, but Buffalo, New York is my home. If you are looking to start to run or you're an older runner, this podcast is especially for you, so subscribe now. I love to help people get running and keep running. Today, we are finishing up our series on the purpose of different types of workouts. We're going to end by talking about running hills hills can be intimidating to all runners not just beginners if you aren't used to doing them or you actively avoid them like i did for about 10 years the thought of charging up a hill seems like something only very elite runners do or want to do There are though a number of different reasons that hill work is beneficial for all runners. First of all, it improves your endurance, your strength, and your power. Just like every other workout, hills utilize different muscles that are made stronger to help you become a better runner. Hill work, as you can imagine, is gonna get that heart pumping and cause your lungs to get a workout as well. So your body adapts and gets better, just like I've talked about many times before with other workouts, And your cardiovascular system will be improved as well. Another benefit is speed. Running up hills will get you faster and you can adapt pretty quickly when you train your body to run up these hills. Just make sure you're able to do hill work and speak to a doctor if you're adding any kind of new training to your routine. Hills are hard on the heart and uh, on the lungs, so make sure that this is something that you are medically able and physically able to do. Something a lot of runners overlook or not aware of is that when you are running uphill, even though the effort may feel really hard, you're stressing your muscles, ligaments, and tendons less than on a flat or even a downhill run. So while, as with any kind of running, injuries can occur, you are less likely to get an injury running uphill. Of course, what goes up must come down. And the downhill is what can cause injuries since you're stressing everything more and as you run downhill you're you're really pounding if you haven't run downhill and you haven't run downhill fast before you're really pounding and I find for me because I'm maybe because I'm older but um, I find that it's harder on my knees than any other kind of running so you do have to practice when you start running down hills and if you haven't done that uh, a lot before, don't charge down it. And especially, you know, the first time, uh, if you remember when you were a kid, a lot of times, you know, when, when we're kids, we start running down a hill and we just get out of control and we end up flailing and falling and breaking things and uh, that it's not what I'm wanting to happen. So don't charge down it. Walk or slowly jog. You're going to build up to being able to run down them. But it is something that you have to get your body used to doing. If you incorporate hills for the first time, your body can adapt and gain fitness, but don't forget we're working the heart pretty hard. So don't decide you're going to go just go do a bunch of hill sprints for the first time. You're going to ease into it and you can introduce your body to hills by running an easy run and then just run up a hill instead of charging up it. In fact, if you encounter a hill on an easy run, you need to slow down, keep your effort two or three out of 10 for an easy run, and running up a hill at a two or three, generally speaking, you're going to run that slower in order to continue to feel like you're doing a two or a three. If you're a real beginner, make sure you have a good base. That is, you've been solidly running for a while, and you have seen improvement in your distance and paces before tackling some hill work. Another interesting benefit of hills that I read in the book Science of Running by Steve Magnus is if you're a racer, running hills can delay a peak since it can be a stressful run. If you have a Garmin, you know you get their, the watch's input on what kind of run that you had. Unproductive is always fun to see or detraining, but you will also get peaking and no one wants to peak two weeks out from the race because your body is not going to stay in peak running condition for two weeks so getting peaking right can be difficult but if someone's stats are showing that they're close to being race ready that peak can be delayed by throwing some hill work into their routine now i would suggest that if you don't have a coach you not try this at home so to speak we do need to be careful with variables like that That's one thing with all workouts and incorporating them ourselves. Before I started marathon training and learning more about running through coaching certification and research, I ran for 10 years using nothing but online plans. So if a plan said run 12 miles, I ran 12 miles. If a plan said run hills at a certain pace and a number of times, that's what I did, whether my body was ready for that or not. And at the time, I had zero input and zero way of figuring out input of am I peaking as as I'm getting close to a race? Like, what's going on? So be in tune with your body if you get training from anywhere that will be considered generic. A runner who just completed their first 5K should probably not download a marathon plan for a runner who has run three already. But those kind of trainings are easily found, and as... And we as runners can have trouble not doing what is prescribed sometimes. So I can't stress enough that working with a coach can be beneficial to any runner at any level, even straight up beginners. And at least at this point, I don't do virtual coaching. I only coach people in the Buffalo, New York area. So when I say get a coach, I'm not trying to sneakily promote my coaching services. For most of you listening, I would not be available to coach you, but I could direct you to coaches in your area if you would like me to, so you can always send an email to sherry at wrinkledrunner.com. I don't like sneaky marketing, and so I just want you to know that is not what I'm trying to do. (laughs) So, general plug for coaches over. If you want to become a better runner and you could only pick one workout to add to your training, I would say Hills would be the one to choose. You can find more information on the specifics of hill workouts in the description. This series was meant to give you more information on the whys of each kind of workout. So that's why I'm not really going into, uh, you know, here's a sample hill workout for you to do. I just wanted you to know the whys behind workouts because sometimes we avoid things if we don't know why we are doing them when if you want to incorporate hill work into your training i want you to know that the benefits for that the the strength that you can get into your legs the power behind going up a hill and then running down the power added to you in your running fitness is so beneficial with hill workouts the cardiovascular system is so improved all of these things are something that you're going to get into your running body by running those hills. And if so if someone's just telling you, Yeah, go run up a hill, go run down it, or, you know, run up a hill five times, jog down, you know, do this, do that. If we don't know the why behind something, it's can be so easy to just decide that we're not gonna do it, that we're just going to, eh, it's too hard. Eh, I don't like the incline, you know, um, and especially because running hills is such an adaptation for your body, the first time you do it, it's going to be really, really hard. And like I said, I avoided hill work for 10 years, even in an, an easy run, no matter what our run was. If we came to the bottom of a hill, I'd make my husband stop, and we would walk up it. Because the couple of times that I had run up a hill, I did not like it. It was too hard. And before I learned about adaptation and all these different things... Uh, I just decided I couldn't do them, and it is going to be hard the first time you do it. That's why I emphasize for any kind of workout that you're adding to your routine, if, if your body isn't ready for it, you can get injured, and you know your heart is going to get pumping running hills, so do make sure that your doctor says that this is something that you can do, but know that something that is really hard, especially in running in the beginning, if you train properly, is going to get easier and easier. And it's not going to be something that you, well, maybe you'll dread it, but (laughs) it's something that maybe you will get used to the dread or the hardness of it, but know that you will feel better. And If you're going to be running a race, uh, you should also check and see what the inclines are. A lot of races will tell you, you know, what your maximum incline is going to be and the terrain of that race. And if you're going to be running a race that has hills in it, hill work during your training for that race is one of the best things that you can do to train your body. So if someone who doesn't pay attention to that, if they're just running on flat or they're just running at sea level... Uh, you're going to have a definite advantage if you've been running hills while training for whatever particular race. So that is another benefit of running hills is just the mental benefit of having done them and making them a bit easier on your body because your body is used to it. And that's the other thing too with running hills. Yes, they are tough. But mental toughness, the, the ability to get through something is a very big component of running. And so when we do hill work or other hard workouts, we are training our brain to get through them. And that just helps us as you know, the seasons go on and the years go on and the races go on uh, to get through that mental aspect of running. So today's running resource is over on runnersblueprint.com. There's an article there on running hills for beginners. So if you would like to dive a little deeper into beginning running hills, head over to that runnersblueprint.com article and see what it's all about. Next week, I will be going over heart rate and running and um my husband has to use heart rate a lot of times for like his easier runs or if we're doing like a tempo run he does this thing called cardiac drift and uh with the heat and humidity of the summer his heart rate actually drives up pretty high during our runs and so i've been using more heart rate related training for him and I'm going to go over some of the things that we've been doing to adjust his runs over the summer using heart rate. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you know another runner who could benefit from today's topic, go ahead and share it. Do you have any running questions? You can ask me. Email me at sherry And if I can't answer your question, I will do the research to find the answer and share it with you. The questions I get from listeners like you help me develop episodes, so please don't be shy. You can sign up for my once-a-month newsletter using the link provided so that you can have all the Wrinkled Runner resources from the past month all in one place. I also have opened up my virtual coaching in addition to coaching one-on-one with those in the Buffalo, New York area. So head to my coaching page on the Wrinkled Runner website, which I will, of course, link to, and check out how we may be able to work together. Until next Monday, thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the run.